Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to a Celtic State of Mind. I'm Paul John Dykes and I am here at halftime at Easter Road. It is Hibs nil, Celtic 1. We have gone in at the break with that early penalty kick. But uh, have you been happy with the overall performance? Stephen Sloan, I'm going to bring you straight in to the conversation. Not once has Kuhn took his man on or tried to run down the line. He just keeps passing it back to the player that passes to him. I think... Um, Kuhn is, is getting a crash course in what it means to be a Celtic winger um, and the uh, fact that he needs to defend, he needs to go searching for the ball sometimes deep. Ian Conroy is going to be joining me again from uh, New Zealand. There he is. Uh, and we are winning one nothing, Ian, but there's a lot of unhappy actual commenters uh, in the comment section. Um, I think that, you know, to get the lead so early on was, was great. Let's, let's focus on the positive. Um, obviously, we've got another defender injured uh, in Alistair Johnston. That's the second time he's taken a dull one at Easter Road this season. Um, but what you wanted to see at that point is you wanted to see somebody stepping up. We have been absolutely dreadful with penalties this season. And it's Ida. Uh, Ida steps up. He wants to take it. He takes it well and we're ahead. So let's start with a positive. The first start for a big man and he scores a goal. Um, he's put us ahead. So we've, got to, we've got to look at the positive there, haven't we? Yeah, it was brave to take the take the responsibility on. Um, I was worried what his kind of run-up was going to be like, you know, whether it's going to be one of these two-footed ones or whatever, and it's all these elaborate little moves and all that stuff. So the practice, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, it was good. It was good. You know, he manfully stepped up. Uh, good penalty. Um, I think he's had some good touches. He's been a bright, sort of a bright spark, really, in the game um, in flashes. Um I still would have liked to have seen. I'm not trying to border on go back to the negative stuff, but it's like I, I still would love to have seen Kyogo and him start up top together. Um, he's just he's isolated, you know. He's, he can be as good as he as he might be, or, or potentially can be. He's still isolated. That 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 one striker up front is an isolating, lonely old place at times, you know. Especially the 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 laboured, languid way we're playing. Um, we're allowing. Hips to get back into shape too often. There's been a couple of flashes where it's been we've, we've dinked it about quite a bit, but there's no end product. And uh, we've got ten minutes before the end of the game, there Burnaby we were down the left, and Burnaby 
was guilty of his, his sort of breaking the move, breaking down. If it wasn't him, it would have been Maeda. I think Maeda's decision making has been typical, you know. Um, so yeah, but either either pass marks for me so far. Yeah, I mean, again, it's the bravery. It's the fact that you know it gets us off to that flyer. I had um, at the beginning of the week started off by saying we're going to win three nothing tonight. I then saw the team changed my opinion to three two because. I think there's been enough to uh, suggest in that first half, Ian, that we're still not strong enough defensively. I mean, the Hibs chance that was eventually um, ricocheted over the bar uh, because, you know, Scales got his body in front of him. But, you know, we were the architects of that. Um, we, we shouldn't be allowing, Kuhn should not be allowing uh, the cross to come in. That's what we're saying at the top of the show there. If you're a Celtic winger, that's part of your job. You've got to do that defensive element. Don't let the boy cross the ball in. We don't defend it well enough. Scales is guilty in the first instance. It then, you know, it gets to the point where you've got Bernabe at the back post. He doesn't defend it. And then when Hibbs get the break of that, it could go in. It could be one each. And we're having a different discussion here. Uh, Scales has put his ball down the line. Fair play to him. And it goes over for a corner kick. But it's another reminder that uh, defensively we're very, very weak. I think, uh, you know, I'm not just going to spend the 15 minutes having a go at Burnaby, but again, completely out of position time and time again. If Hibbs did to us what Aberdeen did at the weekend and break away, um, he's made the same mistake two or three times there. Um, and his passing's not good enough. There, there was two occasions. He's had one good cross in the first half. One good cross. There was two occasions back to back where his crossing was just basically a hopeful dink into the box. Get it in there and hopefully somebody wins it. Um, and, and, you know, we didn't win it. Everything's coming down our left. We're not getting enough down the right from Kuhn. If that was Mikey Johnson playing in the Kuhn position, we'd all be uh, criticising him, saying that he's a he's a man down, etc., etc. We give the new signing a wee bit more time, uh, obviously, to, to settle in. But, yeah, it's been a very poor first half. And I think when you see some of the comments coming in, just to try and get a, a sense of how... The Celtic fans are feeling at half time. There's fifteen hundred plus watching the half time at Bulletin here. Um as Celtic lead Hibs by a goal to nil. And I think one of the biggest issues is we're winning Ian. But we just we've seen it we've seen it before whereby, you know, a team can come out in the second half at us and we're not good enough at defending. And that's the big concern. Franny Furunda Corner, um what an absolute snooze fest that first half was, says Franny. Uh, you and Boy Martin, we ain't winning the league. We are so poor, creating nothing well so we can defence. Uh, I mean, I pointed out the defence here. We've signed 11 players in uh, this season. And our defence at the moment is Ralston, Burnaby, Scales and Welsh. Now, of of the players that were brought in, there, have, there has been defensive players brought in. Um, and, you know, again... It's a, it's a sad indictment of the, the, the transfer windows that Brennan Rogers doesn't think any of the defenders that have come in are good enough. Um, I, I had a wee deep dive on the old uh, transfer business that Celtic have done over a period, not just this season. And uh, we have spent some amount of money on players that have not made an impression at Celtic. I think the figure was £56 million, not including all the loan fees, Ian. And you can add another probably £7.5 to that right now because Navroski and Lagerbjelk are not deemed good enough to start a game of football for Celtic this week. So I think that's a big concern. We'll come back to it, I'm sure, after the game. What do we do in the second half, Ian, to make sure that we don't allow the rock to set in, the sideways passing, the lack of intensity, the lack of a cutting edge doesn't come back to bite us? I'd get I'd get Kyogo on uh, and have the two up front and, and, and try, try and be more 
just more positive, you know. Um, it's it, I mean, it's almost like again, what, what can you do? You know, we, we seem like we're not, we haven't got any ideas, you know. And, and it's like you know, the, the lack of discipline from Burnaby, it's that it's a, it's a hole in the boat that we have to keep plugging, you know. And it's 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 knocking the whole team out of balance and out of shape. Um, it reminds me of when Strachan, remember Strachan was on about um, um, Gravison. And it was like, how many times can you keep telling one player? Yeah. No you know, he was a maverick. He, he, used to, he used to go rogue every time he played, you know. As, and I thought he was a good player, you know. Came from Real Madrid. But he, Strachan just couldn't deal with it, you know. And Bernabe's the same. He just keeps going rogue. Um, and I saw, you know, just before, before half time there, Scales had a simple pass to Bernabe. And he didn't. He, he changed. And, you know, he did a turn and, and went, went the opposite way because he just oh, clearly doesn't trust him. No. So no, I'd get him problem. off, <laughs> get him off, and get. I'd put Scott Bain at left back, honestly. <laughs> Didn't Barkash say that he preferred playing left back? What's he up to these days? I think um, Bernabe mm-hmm. is an issue. He definitely is an issue because if your own players have, have no confidence in yeah. you know retaining possession by passing the ball on to Bernabe, then I think it speaks volumes. Ian, uh, you brought up Gravison. I think it's a very good comparison. Completely different player, different position. Strachan couldn't trust them. That's the point. He couldn't yeah. trust them to go out and actually uh, play to a game plan and, and stick to a shape. Uh, now, as I say, there was a couple of occasions I, I was looking at Bernabe thinking, if Hibs break away, we're in trouble here. And yeah. it's repeating the same mistakes again and again. That's an indiscipline. This is the, the type of thing I was talking about with Palmer. It's an indiscipline. And if you've got two guys, I think the saving grace has made us playing on the left-hand side. Ian. Although he's not a great game, he does give you that cover defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And if you were to bring on Kyogo, uh, I, I can't see Brendan doing it at half-time because it's almost a, an admission of guilt, yeah, exactly. isn't it? I've got it wrong. I'll change it at half-time. A lot of managers don't like doing that. He'll come away you know, full-time if we get a result and he'll just say that you know that it went to plan. Um, if Kyogo comes in and we change the shape like we did against Aberdeen, again, we're too overcautious to even do that, Ian. It seems like a simple change. But because we're not chasing the game as such, we're a goal ahead, Brendan Rodgers won't do it, will he? It'll stick. It'll stick to the same shape, and we'll watch the same thing panning out for the next fifteen minutes or so. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 egotistical, you know. It's 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 best for the team. It's best for projects. It's best for you know whatever whatever walk of life you're in. You've got to be you know any great manager, any great leader has to be able to have the, the humility and the you know and be magnanimous when it's if he's getting things wrong to change things, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't just do it by committee, and you, you know. But, but listen to the fans. You know, I think there's a there's a massive groundswell for us all. Sort of saying we'd like to see the two up top. You know, and a change of shape. Um. So, but yeah, it's it's silly waiting to sort of chase a game. You know, if if, if I can see him equalising, and if, if if they do, then we are. You know, we're, we're essentially chasing the game again. You know, we're under under pressure to try and win, and that's no. Let's, let's try and start blowing teams away early. You know, first half an hour. That's what we should be doing, you know, and it's just too, it's just too, it's probing. It's just so predictable, you know, and we keep seeing the same thing every game. We can just clip, we, you know what we might as well do is just, just clip it, clip one of these these episodes and play it in perpetuity because I'm sure we've seen the same things next week and the week after and the week after. It, it's getting that way. Someone has mentioned here, it's, uh, here we go, Joe Fulham. We're stuck in Groundhog Day, bye-bye league. Joe, you know, I am an optimistic person. Believe it or not, Ian, I am an optimist, right? And I'm watching it, and I can see where Joe's coming from because you do get the sense that it's just you want to try and get a momentum 
to take you through the second part of the season. We were talking about winning 14 games. Listen, if we win 14 games, one nothing, and it's as drab as that is just now, great. I'm going to be happy. Let's uh, have a have a bit of a facelift in the uh, in the summer transfer window. Whether or not Brennan Rodgers is the guy behind that, I'm not too sure what's going on there. Uh, Mount Kadath, your eyes are still bleeding. Uh, hopefully, I mean, what changes do you make? I, I guess if you're going to stick rigidly to the shape, which I think Brendan will, then you can't make a change at left back because with no one else who can come in, you've all obviously got the option, I guess, to move either Welsh to right back because he can play there, Ralston out of position at left back, Scales at left back, bring on one of the central defenders, bring on uh, Navroski. There is an opportunity there because I just feel that Hibs have broken away a couple of times there. And, you know, um, I, I think that, that they are capable of breaking through and scoring the equaliser here. It comes down for me to um, the the physicality down that left-hand side and, and Benaby simply does not have it. Mark Kaplow, Kaplow Mark, uh, not going to sugarcoat it, complete garbage. Not one chance created, walking pace and predictable. Um, and, and by the way, if I disagreed with all these comments, I would say so. I would, I would say, no, I think we're playing brilliant and all the rest of it. I don't disagree with the comments that are coming through. Uh, Mickey Boy 8-0, I've yet to enjoy watching Celtic this season. Now, that is something we were talking about earlier today. Um, Ian, yes, you want to win the league. You want to win games. And I think that there's been occasions in the past when a manager's came to Celtic and they've put so, such an onus on the style and the philosophy behind that style. And the two managers, in fact, there's, there's three managers who did that, if, if we think back. John Barnes came in and it was all chat and it was, a, a, you know, philosophy uh, and a shape and, and he was going to do this and, and he was going to play football a certain way. Tony Mowbray did exactly the same. He spoke about a football utopia and then Ronnie Dyla did as well. And although Dyla kept the, the nine in a row charge going for those two seasons, what the three managers tried to put the onus on was a style of football. Uh, whereas when you're at Celtic, winning is the most important thing. Of course it is. If we beat Aberdeen at the weekend and it was a display like we've had tonight, it's still a win. You take it, right? You move on. And at the end of the season, a lot of these uh, wins that you scrape, you forget that the performance wasn't great. But with Brendan Rodgers, it's not like he's a rookie manager. You know, mm-hmm. he, he's been round the houses. Um He's managed Celtic before. He knows the expectations here. He was speaking about it at the pre, pre-match press conference, uh, talking about he knows what he got himself in for, and he did. Uh, and I think that's one of the disappointments here. It's not as though he's come to the club to manage Celtic for the first time or in his first managerial tenure, and he doesn't know the, the gravity uh, of this job. And he also knows that uh, once, once you start getting the winning mentality, then entertainment and style. It's part of the, the contract at Celtic, isn't it? He, he, made, he made that point in his press conference about, you know, there's not many teams um, in Europe that would, would get six points out of nine and it's a crisis. Yeah. Um, but he, he didn't he didn't supply the, the correct context to, to accompany that, that statement, which was that, you know, he's, the, 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 the league that we had, what was it, 11-point league we had, has been chipped away at. Um, and the brand of football that those six points out of nine points produced, and the fact that at Celtic, yeah, actually, the expectation is that you win every game. I know it's not possible, but in a two-horse race, the amount of resources that we have, we should be blowing teams away, and we should be doing that. So that's it's like Pep Guardiola, you know, is probably going to become the, the most successful manager in history. He's earned the right 
to be at these esteemed clubs and have the, the budgets that he's got to bet, buy the best players. So when you're at Celtic, you've earned the right on a smaller scale, and like that sort of Guardiola type thing, you know, you've you've, you've earned the right to be to be at, at the pinnacle of, 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 of the club in that league. So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of my view. Yeah, you're right, and and I think at this stage, halfway through a season where there's been plenty of tinkering with the squad, you should have an idea uh, of the team that you can put out there uh, to win a game at Easter Road. By the way, if we win one nothing. <laughs> Rogers will be delighted because he's never won at Easter Road. And it means that we continue to uh, look down on our challenges, albeit only by the three points, uh, having played a game more. Uh, and yeah, Lord Flashback, let's not forget, let's hope that AG's OK. He's away to uh, hospital to probably get a scan, make sure he's all right. You never want to see that uh, on the football park, stretched off. Tony Ralston, for me, is an able deputy. Uh, let's go back to the action then. Uh, thanks, everybody, for getting involved. Really, really busy in the pre-match and at half-time. And hopefully at full time, we are talking about a Celtic victory. Thanks every single one of you for tuning in. Enjoy the second half. And please join us at full time for a Celtic State of Mind with myself and Ian Connolly. Podcast Network.